Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose, to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that is so very true. Welcome to the last episode of 2021 of Most Memorable Journeys. I don't know when you are listening to this episode, but I am recording it at the end of 2021, which was probably one of the weirdest years of our lives, apart from 2020, which was just as weird. I am so tired of this COVID situation, so tired of every new variant, and every time when I feel that, oh, now we're getting somewhere, things are getting better, something new turns up. This was the first time in many years that I didn't start the new year in Switzerland. We were not able to travel at the end of 2020, and my kids, who both live in Switzerland, were not able to come home and spend Christmas at home. I was devastated, and it was the first Christmas without them. But it's crazy how we adjust to situations, how adaptable we really are as humans, at least I am. I tried to make the best of it and have a good time and actually went stand-up paddling by myself on Christmas morning because it was such a beautiful day. And then I ended up sitting on the board crying, feeling sorry for myself. I also did a birthday hike on December 26th in beautiful Akamas, which is an area in Cyprus, a protected area, beautiful place. We went hiking with more than 10 of my friends and then found out later that we were only supposed to be two people walking together, which made the whole thing even more precious because it was illegal. I started the first day of 2021 by hiking on top of my favorite hill with the best sunrise here in Limassol, which is actually a sanctuary dedicated to the goddess Aphrodite. Cyprus is the island of love and beauty, the island of Aphrodite. And we welcomed the light of the new or first day of the year together with my friend Catherine on the hill. It was all okay. And life just goes on, whether we like the circumstances or not. Or as Dr. Viktor Frankl the author of one of my favorite books called Man's Search for Meaning says, and the caption is, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose, to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that is so very true. We can never choose what happens. But we can always choose how we want to react to what happens. I was so used to traveling all the time for my job as an interpreter, for the Global Woman Club, to visit my friends who are spread all over the world, to go to my other home in Switzerland. Sometimes I was on a plane three times a month. And suddenly I was stuck on my island in the sun 
which I love, but not enough to always being stuck here. It's an island. It's quite small, and I'm a travel addict. A globetrotter and a restless soul. The world is, or at least was, my oyster. There were years when I left 23 times, and this was and still is a real challenge for me, and a total first world problem, of course, because I know very well that there are people in the world who don't have food to eat, or access to education, and people who don't feel safe. I, don't, I know that my problem is not a problem. It's just my frustration talking here. So when I couldn't travel anymore, I thought that I could sit down and write a book about my funny travel stories. I had already started writing some of those stories and I had started putting them on Facebook and people enjoyed them. But when I attended the Global Woman Summit in March and I listened to this presenter called Rob Moore who talked about podcasting, I decided to buy his course and immediately loved the idea of talking instead of writing. I am a storyteller and that's also why I am a good hypnotherapist. People love listening to me like you do right now. And that was the beginning of most memorable journeys, which I love and cherish and hopefully can keep going for many, many years. When I started preparing for the first episodes, I realized how much I actually remembered of those destinations where I had worked 40 years ago or of the round trips that I had accompanied. But there's also the other aspect. Once you start remembering things, the weirdest stuff comes back. And when you start talking to people who you knew a long time ago, they can remember things as well. And that's why in episode five, I invited my first interview guests, my wonderful friends, both ex-tour guides, of course, who had traveled with me to many places. We started with Ruth and Bernie. We started reminiscing about our trip to Thailand during the Gulf War, when nobody else was traveling and planes were not full, so we could use our free standby tickets. And of course, we also talked about, about our beautiful trip to South Africa not so long ago, where we went to celebrate Ruth's birthday. My best interview guests and partners so far were my beautiful children, Natalie and Alexi, in episode 11. We had traveled a lot together when they were small. And our last trip together wasn't so long ago. In 2018, we went back to New York because we love New York. And then we flew, flew to Calgary and drove through the Canadian Rockies, through the parks, Banff and Jasper, to Vancouver. My kids are gorgeous people, and there is nobody in the world that I can laugh with as much as I can with them. Of course, now they are grown up and don't live here in Cyprus anymore. 
they create their own memories. This whole COVID situation has changed the world so much. My daughter Natalie started traveling through South America at the beginning of 2020. And we met up in Buenos Aires in March. Which, of course, that was a trip that maybe I already shouldn't have done anymore, shouldn't have traveled anymore, because I promptly had to leave after three days because the country was going to close down. And when I came back to Cyprus, I was locked up by the Cyprus government in a hotel to uh, do two weeks of quarantine. I created an episode about that. Episode 24 is quarantine instead of Malbec and Tango, talking about this adventure. And even though I only stayed three days in Argentina, they are most memorable and I would do it just again. I did manage to travel a little bit in 2021. My husband and I flew to Switzerland at the end of June. That was the first trip this year to spend 10 days at our other home. And guess what? We ended up in a hailstorm where the windscreen of our rental car was completely smashed. Hello, global warming. We never had such storms in Switzerland before. But otherwise, we had a great time during that summer visit. Our kids managed to travel home in the summer, which also created some kind of normality again. And then I got to Switzerland again in September because I went to support the opening of the Global Woman Club Switzerland. And guess what? I also managed to get to go on a little adventure with my wonderful girlfriends and spend four glorious days in Jordan, a place that I should have visited a long time ago because it's only really a 45 minutes flight from here, from Cyprus, and one of the most amazing countries that I have ever visited. There's an episode about Jordan, episode 36. And I will definitely visit Jordan soon again. And last but, but not least, we made it to Madrid with my husband. He attended a conference and I strolled and shopped and just enjoyed being, uh, being away. And life felt quite normal. So now it's the end of 2021. And I am not sure if I should be looking forward to 2022 or be afraid. Because everything is so unsure again. But as an eternal optimist, I am excited and getting ready for, for all sorts of new adventures and shenanigans. Unfortunately, this new Omicron variant is going wild and nobody knows how much longer this situation is going to last. And when we will be able to book a flight again without having to worry that it might be cancelled. When will we be able to plan things again? At some point this year, I started feeling insecure and even a little depressed because I felt that I had lost my zest for adventure. But then I discussed it with some other of my die-hard globetrotter friends and they were feeling the same way. This feeling of insecurity and not being in control or not being able to plan stuff is everywhere. It's kind of an emotional roller coaster. 
And the only thing that I learned in the last two years, or not the only thing, one of the things that I learned in the last two years, is that we can live with a lot less. And that we, like, we can live with a lot less than we think we need. And I also started appreciating the little things. I started appreciating my island a lot more. Because Cyprus is definitely a good place to be while going through a pandemic. I started appreciating my garden a lot more. I enjoyed our nature hikes even more and realized how lucky we are here with the light and the weather. Before this pandemic, we were all so consumed by the larger events that we failed to appreciate the little moments. Many of us had forgotten how precious and fragile life is and how important it is to look after our health. We forgot that it's important to strengthen our immune system, eat nutritious food, exercise and enjoy nature. The great outdoors are beneficial for our mental, physical and social health. Like illegal walks are a fantastic social event. Our brain releases hormones all the time, depending on what we do or even more on what we think. And negative thoughts or fear, especially fear, prompt the amygdala in our brain to release cortisol and adrenaline, which puts our body in a state of fight or flight. This is important when the danger or fear is actually real and we can either run or fight. But most of the time, we are just living in the feeling of our thinking. And when these stressors are always present and we constantly feel under attack, that fight or flight reaction stays turned on. The long-term activation of the stress response system and the overexposure to cortisol and other stress hormones that follows can disrupt almost all our body's processes. This puts us at increased risk of many health problems because our immune system is not protected anymore and the whole situation turns into a vicious cycle and people suffer from anxiety, digestive problems, headaches, heart disease like high blood pressure, sleeping problems and weight gain was another is another problem of the covid situation that's why it is so important to learn healthy ways to cope with our life stressors mental health matters of course and with all these lockdowns isolation social distancing working from home online classes many people started feeling down and depressed Many developed unhealthy eating habits. Eating healthy and exercising daily can boost serotonin and make us feel charged. But many gave up exercising because gyms were closed. It needed a little self-initiative and walking in nature is so important. I even started training with a personal trainer in my garden when I couldn't go to the studio anymore. My workflow as a coach and hypnotherapist increased a lot in 2021 because more and more people needed help. And I coached on Zoom and even started doing hypnosis sessions online. 
I am very happy and grateful that I can help people feel better and bring a little more light to their lives. But now we are all going to start a new year and I am going to share my dreams with you. For whatever it's worth, because Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can do it. I believe that we can speak things into existence. So here it is. I am dreaming of going back to Argentina and driving around the vineyards of the Mendoza area and drink wine. Because the last time I was rudely interrupted by COVID and I had to leave the country after three days. Another place that is high on my list is Armenia. I have never been there and I have been reading so much about it and seen so many pictures from the time when my daughter was there. And this place has fascinated me for a while and it's been on my mind. We should have direct flights from Cyprus to Yerevan and getting there could be really easy if the situation allows it. And then I have plans to go to the Philippines. During all these lockdowns, all our Global Woman Club meetings happened on Zoom. And I have attended all the meetings of the Manila Club and gotten to know those ladies so well that I feel that I have known them for years. And I also started reading more about this beautiful country. I was even invited to an influencer panel at the conference of the Philippines Tourism Promotions Board, thanks to my wonderful podcast guest Monette Hamlin from Team Asia in episode 19. And I really, really want to meet the amazing person, the amazing singer and songwriter Jose Marie Chan, who I interviewed in episode 35, and who promised me that he will pick me up from the airport when I arrive in the Philippines. I have been to Cebu many, many years ago, but I never actually realized that the Philippines is a country of 7,400 islands and how much there is to see. And then there is another dream. I want to go to New York because I am not only the regional director of the Global Woman Club Cyprus, but also of New York. And I really want to go and visit those ladies that I meet once a month on Zoom. I love New York and I used to go there nearly every year. And now these places feel like they are on another planet because it's so difficult to get there and regulations change all the time. And somewhere on my list of places are Belize and Costa Rica and Panama and I don't know what else and so many more. I am just dreaming of being a citizen of the world again and being able to, to just go wherever I want. And I also know that there are people in this world who cannot do that. They can never do that, even without the pandemic. People who live in war zones and countries from where they cannot travel. I know that. I am always grateful for my life situation and I know how lucky I am. I'm also dreaming to find sponsors for this podcast. Maybe an airline or hotels or restaurants 
or just people or companies who want to support what I do and enjoy listening to this. I am dreaming of staying healthy and being happy. And I am dreaming of a more peaceful world where we can all have a good time together. What are you dreaming of? Have you thought about your 2022? Are you excited? Hopeful? Cautiously optimistic? Well, let's all hope for the best. Let's all believe that everything is happening for our highest good. And I want to wish you health, because without our health, we are nothing. We strive for personal success, often to the detriment of our health. We only realize and really understand the value of our health once we've had it and then lost it. We take our health and our bodies for granted until we're broken or in pain. We try to undo years of unhealthy habits, often when it's too little or too late. And we put other priorities ahead of our health. Look after your health. I also want to wish you wealth, because money sets us free and gives us choices. Financial freedom doesn't mean throwing money around and buying brands. It means having some savings and a little cash and just to be able to afford a lifestyle that you want and to look after your family and not to have to worry how to pay the next rent. And last but not least, I want to wish you joy and laughter because laughter lowers the blood pressure, it reduces pain, it relaxes our muscles, and it burns calories. Laughter enhances our mental health by improving our mood, it relieves feelings of anger and frustration, and it helps reduce tension. Laughter also increases our energy, it inspires hope and adds joy to our life. And this is what we need during these times of COVID. We need to have a little fun. I want to wish you a beautiful and happy 2020 you to all of you. If you enjoy my podcast, please like, share and subscribe to my channel. You will find all the information in the show notes.